ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Guns in Radio podcast. And now, give it up for your host, Chris Caputo and Dustin Bone. It's episode number 89 of the Guns in Radio podcast, uh, coming at you from the World Wide Web, wherever you listen to your podcast, Spotify, Apple, Google, we're on like 20 different things. Um, All of them. You know... Whether it be obscure or current, we're there. So if you, yeah, there's no excuse to not listen to us. We're even on cassette tape now. I found out you can actually tape us on cassette tape and listen to us on your Walkman, so you can pretend it's the decade when all of this music that we like to review came out. Yeah, we're also on uh, available on, on 45 inch vinyl, so you can listen each episode. You have to pay five dollars <laughs> for the vinyl. They have 87 45s. Yeah, <laughs> but it's what like the... it's. What was the it's toy the back in the day when you would crank the, the toy oh. and it would play the music? You know what I'm talking Phonogram? about? Yeah, that. A there phonograph? Yeah, that. Oh, I thought you meant like one of those scary clowns. Oh, that's what it did. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it popped out. Okay, yeah. That's you what I was ja- thinking about. Jack in the Box. It's called the Jack in the Box. <laughs> that's what I was thinking about, but then I forgot about the, the, well, because the, the scary clown Yeah, and the, the Curly Fries restaurant stole that. Uh, <laughs> We got Taryn Robin from the Nothing Lasts Forever podcast, another GNR podcast in the uh, the podcast universe here in our little own, I guess, niche niche sphere, as they say. And and we're even more niche than that. I mean, we don't consider ourselves a Guns N' Roses podcast. We consider ourselves a November Rain podcast. That's right. You guys specifically cover November Rain. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And you're and, all, and, and we pull and anything in, in like kind of what he said, like in the November rain universe. And, and we take a lot of liberties with that. So we're able to pull in all <laughs> yeah. kinds of really dumb bullshit, in, you know. And uh, yeah, but we do talk about Guns N' Roses every episode, though. That, that <laughs> tends to be the, the primary thing in well, the November sure, rain sure. universe. Yeah, yeah. Well, clearly, but, it's their song. Well, I mean, I mean, it would be hard not to talk about guns and roses at least occasionally <laughs> but yeah that we've definitely we've definitely gone down some weird roads here yeah like What's i think the- that what, one of my favorite things that came up was that slash has genital warts no we have not <laughs> talked about that <laughs> yeah oh, we God. have <laughs> he put, it, was slash. it was in his fake autobiography he, slash ripped, slash he wrote it in Tony his biography he, he included it. He's such a moron. All right. Uh, I was thinking about the ahead. music video. Like the, the the character Slash plays in the music video has genital warts is what I thought you... <laughs> no, maybe, but... but real Slash does too. You, there's no cure for that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sucks. Oh, man. I hope this is... Uh... Well, what, what, what do I it go does. with that? <laughs> I could go all kinds of places with that. <laughs> like, first you know, of all, I would still sleep with him. <laughs> of all the directions I expected this interview to go, the last direction I was expecting was the way it goes when Caputo and I are alone. And... This, is, this is pretty on brand. Yeah, I was, uh, was going to say, I listened to one about the erotics last stream. Oh, yeah. That's Tara's always trying what? to talk about shit like that. <laughs> Robin, it's but we relevant. do often if ask have, people, if I have an erotic slash dream and then record the next day, like, of course, I'm going to bring it up. So yeah. does he keep the top hat on? Is he wearing the shades? Is he currently oh. smoking a cigarette during? Yeah, definitely got the that's, cigarette during. That's for sure. 
I, you know, look, first of all, we never had full intercourse. Um, <laughs> She's talking about her dream. Just, I need everyone to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> full disclosure. Anyways, we talk a lot about Slash being a himbo. I uh, mm-hmm. the the classic example of a himbo because he's kind of you know he's great he's pretty but you know he's mm. a little just like he's not super smart but um, <laughs> but uh, the one thing we've talked about in uh, the if there was a chance of sleeping with Slash that there'd be a shit ton of snakes around and how that's, and that's a that's deal a breaker for Robin for that's a but deal not break. only is our snakes <laughs> not a deal breaker for me neither are the genital warts so. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there are worse things in life. I mean, you'd you never have to worry about getting genital warts again. I mean, hey, that's a that is a great spin. A great I like <laughs> strengths based approach. You only get it once. <laughs> so, so okay, I got your feelings on Slash. Let's talk about Duff for a second. Duff oh, is, by the way, that's that's one of Robin's favorite what subjects. Is what were you going to say about Duff? I was going to say, we haven't really introed the show like we normally do, oh, but yeah, the song of the day that we're going to review later on is going to be Superman by Duff. What do you guys think about Duff? Oh, Duff is just sweet, beautiful Duff. Like, he's just like, kind of like, Duffles. he's like the, um, he's like, just like everyone's favorite. Uh, he's, he kind of like has, gives off just like your... Your childhood pet vibe, like he's like a dog. We call Duff the dog. He's like he's like a golden okay. retriever. He's, that, like, like, golden he's retriever. like a golden retriever with a former alcohol problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, wait uh, a minute. Great. What is that Duff song? I, Robin, have you heard? I don't of know this Duff song. solo. Like... That's Duff solo. We 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 haven't gotten into that, guys. Yeah. Okay. But uh, the other thing, though, about Duff is Tara and I are both um we're from the or Tara is born or is from the Pacific Northwest. And um, that's where her and I met. So we also love Duff because of his uh, Pacific Northwest ties. And like he's just kind yeah. of a true grunge punk gutter punk. And like, yeah, uh, he's legit. I love it. He doesn't get enough mm-hmm. credit for that. You know, well, I he's think very he tall does, but... and blonde. We already said that. Yeah, he's oh, very yeah. tall. He's sinewy. <laughs> he looks like he does yoga. Now that man, I'd hate to fight. His daughters he... are pretty annoying. I, I don't really like the influencer thing. Yeah, <laughs> like you don't want to be an influencer just because your dad was a, is a rock star. Like that's. I don't uh, know. That seems like the fast path to it to me. You're right. You're right. I'm just jealous. <laughs> we <laughs> talked about it. Fifteen. I'm like talking shit about children. <laughs> no shit, children. Well, that's okay on this show. Children are to be talked shit about. Uh, say they talk shit about us, so right. they do deserve it. Yeah, All this fear and love and war. Uh, well, we've talked about um, Duff McKagan and uh, Chris Novoselic have famously gotten a tough guy or a tall a guy, tall, fight. a tall guy fight. Just like just being two <laughs> giant dudes that got Poking in a fight each other backstage at the '92 in the wind. Yeah, How would that just... work? Because you wouldn't be able to get close. Neither nobody could get close to the other one to hit them because their arms are so long. Yeah, they're just I would have so loved long. to have seen it. it would look <laughs> like one the of thing those... is, Chris Novoselic <laughs> is like five inches taller than Duff. That guy is. That guy must have like a pituitary gland issue. He's like <laughs> six foot nine, right? Six yeah. seven. Do you think they're big... the tallest guys at ninety two VMAs? Probably. Yeah. How big is Shaquille O'Neal? Then, well, yeah, like I'm sure there were basketball players that were taller than Chris Novoselic at the 92 VMAs. Probably made him really insecure. Just get this guy around. Jack is 7'1, so he's not far. If he's 6'8, he's not that much smaller than Shaq. Jesus Christ. He's, he's a really tall, eight. thin white guy. 
Oh my god! Oh. Which is I wonder just, how his health is now. Like tall guys, they don't yeah, they don't have health long. issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Their hearts blow up. And he's also uh, a Republican. Oh, but that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, wait we don't talk about politics. This guy's from Missouri. <laughs> my bad. My we bad. do talk about politics, so We're we can't help. We're from Los Angeles. It. We're in a bubble. <laughs> yeah. uh, but what is this Duff song? Is it on his own? Um, like uh, a solo album. Well, it's called Superman, and it's on one of his many solo albums. How yeah. many solo albums does uh, have? Not many, actually. This is actually from, uh, was supposed to be a second solo album. It got basically shelled, canceled because of some record label merger bullshit. And then he ended up re-recording it with his other side band, Loaded. Yes. I've, I recently finished the Duff McKagan autobiography. Have you read that? I have a copy, but I have not read it yet. It's so easy yet. and other lies. That's what's called. Yeah. yeah. It's so easy and other lies. Mm-hmm. I watched the movie thing on Netflix thinking it would be uh, a good supplement for it, and I found I was wrong in that. There's Wait, a what? movie Go, about you, it? Can you elaborate on what you just said? There was a Netflix, uh, or, or maybe it's Amazon Prime. I'm not sure. Uh, it was but, on Netflix, I think, at one point. But oh, yeah, Robin, this is your this is your department. You missed it. You're wild. It's not. Wait, the so same. they made they did wait. So they did like a like a documentary on the Duff book or on Duff. Uh, and not it's, it's hard to describe because it's basically Duff sitting in a stool playing an acoustic set, kind of playing on his guitar while he tells stories. That sounds awful. <laughs> I, it, it's I, I made it sound bad, and if you're a GNR <laughs> fan, it's 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 definitely. Uh, you got to be a fan to get through it, probably. But I mean, um, is he doing is he doing GNR songs? I mean, he sings the one GNR song, right? Or is there more than one song he sings? He doesn't really get into songs too much. They're more background music while oh, he tells the story. He's the guitar. You, you see pictures. We got to watch it. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch that. Of yeah, course, the book wasn't that bad. So I read um, Slash by Slash and anthony boza back to back with duff so slash has his autobiography that was co-written with someone and then i read uh duff's book back to back and duff's book is good it's well written did duff, robin did duff write did he have a ghostwriter like slash well not listed <laughs> slash has I, like, I speculated that slash is illiterate uh, <laughs> duff also is famously went back to college like got his like Game mba CCA, and all yeah. this stuff yeah yeah he, he's pretty cool money yeah. in starbucks yeah yeah, I does forgot he have, that. Does he, did he have Starbucks money? Yeah, because yeah. he went back to Seattle and like got a hot tip to invest in this small coffee company. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah, that uh, and Amazon, too, I think. He's totally. Been. Duff's autobiography is just him like going from a rock star going into like a basic bro. Like him like evolving <laughs> from like this like And then he like circles back. Dying. And then... <laughs> He invests in stocks, go back to school, moves with home, gets do- like it's like so just back to the boring basics. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. He lives well, his uh, life. He's happy, I'm sure. Yeah. What about uh what about other GNR members? What do you guys think about? I'm gonna spit some names at you, okay? And we we, we ain't got time to sit here all night and go through the whole roster, but I'm gonna throw some names at you. You tell me the first thing that comes to mind, okay? Oh, okay. Word association. Well, yeah, we'll start simple. Dizzy Reed. We love Dizzy oh, on the bongos. Dizzy on the keys. Dizzy on the bongos. We love yeah. the D and love the Diz. Mm-hmm. Matt Sorum. I think he's a fantastic drummer, and I think that a lot of 
a lot of reason for me, user illusion works is because of him. I think he, I think he ties everything together. I think they gave him a perm. That's for damn sure. Yeah, to make him look more like Steven Adler. That's my theory. So we I have a theory that he, they didn't confirmation want to on the GNR forum. Adler. Yeah. <laughs> what about, uh, oh, Izzy Stradlin, an obvious one yes. we haven't discussed. The coolest cool guy ever. We got a complicated relationship with Izzy, uh, but we I consider him like the normal one. Okay, yeah. He's the backbone and, oh. yeah, he's the normal one, but he's probably like the ultimately like the coolest guy in the band. It's I agree. Band. He doesn't have to try. He just is. Yeah. No trying. Yeah. The is. The is. All right. Isabel. Cur- <laughs> Curveball time. Buckethead. Oh. Oh, oh. Hey, so someone told Ooh. me, and maybe you guys know about this. Did Buckethead do a porn in a chicken coop? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he watched Okay, porn. that's my, okay. That's he my watched porn in a chicken Wait, so he watches porn from a chicken coop. Is that what you think, Robin? He watched porn mm-hmm. while inside a chicken the coop. The chicken coop. Well, he did all kinds of stuff in the chicken coop. Yeah, while while he was recording the guitar parts for Chinese Democracy. Yeah. Buckethead is So he didn't, he didn't cu- make a porn in the chicken coop. Okay. Okay, I was confused. Not that I we know. Sure, I yeah. hope I, not. Because I'll mean... tell you guys a secret. I searched for that porn and couldn't find it, but found some <laughs> weird stuff instead. <laughs> we'll, ta- we'll tag in Rick Dunsford to go look for it. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> he'll, uh, if anybody finds it, it's going to be him. <laughs> uh, hey, I dug deep, guys. That thing doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> it seems That's like something one. easy that you could fake. Like, like a I deep mean, fake. easily. Yeah, a deep peek yeah. of Buckethead and a chicken. Oh, or Buckethead just like anyone could be Buckethead. Like, <laughs> yeah. why are oh, people like... assuming his identity? Yeah, Buckethead yeah. is there, a hard one. Five Bucketheads, for all we know. Yeah, actually, I'm very impressed. Like, at least like I haven't done like a extensive research, but it's very hard to find a picture of his face. He's done a good job at keeping it tight yeah. under the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A weird okay. individual, though. Yeah. Uh, what about Tommy Stinson? Okay, I, I want to take this. So the replacements yeah. are one of my favorite bands of all time. And when when Tommy was brought into Guns N' Roses, it was a shock to people in like the punk community and replacements fans. And it, it, you know what? I still think it's bad shit and weird. I love Tommy. Rest in peace to his brother Bobby. Um, cool, cool dude. <laughs> in cool yeah. bands. Yeah, I have no comment. I don't really know. So yeah, do you have an idea what Deep I just said? Tara. <laughs> <laughs> okay let's see what about dj ashba that's another device that guy looks one. like that guy oh i i'm just gonna say one word douchebag <laughs> <laughs> and you know what i think that i could probably use that to describe every anyone else you haven't said stevie adler yet so oh, I sounds never good, I would never call Stevie a douchebag. Oh, yeah. Stevie's a... nice. Like, hey. Oh, so I know. Nice. I would never call him. I would never say anything bad about Stevie. He's harmless. I mean, I think if we're talking about any of the players from the Chinese democracy era, I would be like, because they're, they're all just like new metal nerds. And it's just, it's a bad look. It was a bad era. And um, Axel, I would say, didn't do a great job of picking these dudes. So. Huh? Um, what about Bumblefoot? Now, he was nice. 
We don't really know much about Bumble. Yeah, we don't know much about Bumblefoot, but I do think it's funny that they replaced Buckethead. I think it's incredible that they found a Bumblefoot to replace Buckethead. It just like is mind Does Bumblefoot wear a a mask too? No, he wears. uh, He wore a fez for a little while. Oh boy! Did he wear a fez for a little while? Am I remembering that right? Wow, we haven't really gotten deep into. Maybe. We haven't gotten deep into Chinese. At least I haven't got deep into Chinese. We, we do have era. a Chinese democracy episode planned, but recently I listened to Chinese democracy in full and I do that from time to time. And I texted Robin, Hey, I just listened to Chinese democracy in full. Like ask me anything. And she just responds. No, <laughs> <laughs> she wanted nothing to do with it. So Robin, Robin hasn't gone down the Chinese democracy um, road with me yet, but she will. No. But it's it is a great road to go down. I, I love it. it. I love, I love it. it. Oh yeah. There's there's so there much is. good Chinese democracy like lore. Um, I'm really oh, yeah. waiting to tell Tara about like the Dr Pepper. Did I tell you the Dr Pepper issue? No, you guys know? I don't. Oh, oh you don't know about the Dr Pepper? <laughs> yeah. oh, Dr Pepper starting to fight with Axel Rose. <laughs> we recreated that when we first started the show. On really? Earth. Oh no, I can't wait to hear this. Why don't you guys go tell the Dr Pepper? It's tight. Uh, basically, uh. Uh, Chinese democracy had been in production for what ten years or so, fifteen years or something, yeah, fucking forever, and nobody ever thought it was going to come out. And Dr Pepper said somewhere that if uh, Axl Rose would release Chinese democracy uh, by a certain date, that they would give everybody in America a free Dr. Pepper. (laughs) Dr. Pepper is tight. I had no idea. And this was like pre-Twitter? Yeah. Like, how are they getting this word out? I don't remember. How did they get the word out? Probably like online. I was going to say probably like a press release or something. Okay, so this obviously... But then Axel got mad about that. No, he released the album. You don't say. Oh, Oh, he released it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, Fuck like, America! They're not getting free Dr Pepper on my watch. Uh, <laughs> Put the album out. That'd be petty. Yeah, <laughs> but very Axl Rose. <laughs> but no, that's what happened. They uh, they uh, released the album, and then Dr Pepper wasn't expecting it, and uh, uh, so they, they 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 kept their word. But you only but the way they did it, you only had one day to claim your free Dr. Pepper, your Chinese democracy free Dr. Pepper. And you had to go to a website. And back then the internet wasn't what it is now. So that website got flooded and uh oh, stopped working. And it was a big wow. clusterfuck. And it, that yeah. oh, okay. So they did have to follow through. Oh wow. wow. I didn't That's know crazy. that. Sorry. That's very, no more. idea. Well, I guess they didn't have to. I mean, I, mean, I don't think they were. Was there any lawsuits over it or anything? I, don't... I think so. I think, they, I think they Axel Rose definitely sued them. Yeah. Yeah, we say the devil works hard, but Axel Rose's lawyers. <laughs> lawyer works harder. They work oh, the yeah. hardest. <laughs> that guy's got a team of a lawyers. A good team. Sure. Yeah, he's got They're to. They're busy. Well, I was noticing these days. I was noticing in your background with your Scooby Doo, uh, and I know you guys just recently, a uh, couple of episodes ago, did a uh, where you guys talked about Axel Rose and Scooby Doo? Have you actually uh-huh. got to watch the cartoon yet? So we have not, and we're having a hard time figuring out where to watch it. So I I looked I looked for Boomerang, and 
I was like, okay, like I'll sign up for this because it actually has some like cool content, uh, like old cartoons. And and actually, Robin and I went through the plots of other Scooby-Doo and Guess Who episodes, and they're all kind of equally batshit. Like it sounds like a really good show. So I went online and tried to figure out how to find it, and I couldn't find that episode. And then I forgot until just now. I look at this background every day on my computer, too. You want to watch it? All the way through? Sure. We got time for that, Chris? Hell yeah. We got lots of time. We make that happen? Hell yeah. Uh, We we watched the clips and thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, what we'd have to do is we'd have to send it to you or post it on like a private YouTube video or something so we could all stream it and uh, sync up that way. Is that cool, you guys? Yeah, if, if there's a link. I mean, like, I'm pretty um, much a Luddite when it comes to working this com- my computer. So if it's well, easy. Uh, Caputo, do you want to work on that or you want me to work on that and you continue the show? Um, we can both. I, I'm getting it right now, actually. Hang on. Oh, okay. See. Well, then I'll if continue. Can, yeah. We'll throw I'll up on G-Transfer. Entertaining yeah. some folks. Yeah. Hit us with more questions. Yeah. Well, I like that. Word association was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, man. we're not done. There's more people. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's plenty of more people. We could go all well, night. Uh, but you haven't come to, you know, Slash. Axel Rose. Well, well we, we already talked, talked about Slash. We talked yeah, about Slash, and Axel's going to come up regardless of who we talk about. I was yeah, pretty mm-hmm. sure. Uh, and we well, did talk about... about Steven Adler. What about I Gilby? Mean, I... Well, I was, uh, yeah, Gilby. Oh, and Gil. We love Gil. Yeah, Gilby. Gil Gil uh, liked one of our tweets recently or something, and I like got got excited about it. Robin didn't think it was as cool as I did. Oh, I thought it was. I don't know. Like during Gil's brief tenure, I he was harmless, you know, innocuous even, and you know he did he did the job. He did those tours. I have a question. Did it well. Do you all think that they picked Gilby because he kind of looked like Izzy? <laughs> yeah, uh, possibly. Oh possibly. Yeah, kinda. He looks just like it. <laughs> now, if you Google Izzy Stradlin and you go into images, if you scroll down, uh, not even really all that far, there's always somebody's got a picture of Richard Fortas in there. <laughs> oh, right, Fortas. Yeah. And Fortas is the current rhythm guitar player, right? Yeah, and I really believe that most casual GNR fans believe that that is Izzy. Oh, wow. Well, so we have to cop up that we thought we didn't realize that Izzy wasn't in November rain. Because we knew Izzy recorded on, we knew Izzy recorded on User Illusion. We didn't realize that he didn't do like the tours and the videos. So, I mean, we were many viewings in a November raid when we're like, (laughs) Robin, Robin found out. I mean, it was kind of a dark, dark. But We also started out like, so we started doing this podcast in what, October and September, um, October, yeah. our idea. Okay, met, so we, we had met this idea. Axel in October. So I think we started in September. Oh, yeah, we started in met September. him like during Corona and shit. 10, 10, yeah. 2020, the day we met Axel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so we started shit. and we thought we were going to watch November rain every day for 30 days and then release an episode every day of November. And we were just like, that was like very fucking hard. And, um, we didn't really know. I didn't really know much about guns and roses in September, like barely anything. So Tara knew some, but now we're like, I'm just like so fucking deep. Oh <laughs> yeah. It's, and, and the thing is, and I've, I've said this to Robin, you know, times it. are hard. No, Coronavirus right. has been hard. Like my mental health, like it's just, it's been a challenging time. And the joy that this, 
that Guns N' Roses and this podcast and just the Guns N' Roses November Ray universe brings to me. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I truly believe like the past six months, I feel like I got through because of Guns N' Roses. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm so glad it's such a vast subject because yeah. it really is like we've, we've barely scratched the surface, even though it feels like we've, we've talked about everything. Yep. What about the sequel videos like Estranged? Oh, or yeah. Don't Cry? Uh, well, the Estranged video is a tie into how we met Axel. So, yes. we can, you know, we, we, uh, we have, I think, a two part episode on Estranged. So, did you all have you all read the story by Del James? Without uh, you, by Del James? I have not. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, mm-hmm. it's long. It's something. Pretty, it's pretty good. It makes a lot of. All of it makes sense, except for Estrange. Estrange makes no fucking sense hey, at see, all. Estrange makes perfect sense to me. Estrange <laughs> makes no sense. Robin hates Estrange as equally as I love it. I I think the song that is bad, like, I don't really like Yeah, song. you don't like Estrange. I don't know. Like, what can the I video say doesn't make any sense. It's beautiful. Oh, come it's on. It's beautiful. It I know Estranged. Maybe I don't is, like it. But Axl Rose like... considers that Guns N' Roses' best song. Yeah, I guess it's like the deep cut, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, the video is crazy. The dolphin. I, there's so many things. I don't even know. what. It, like, where do we even start? It's so insane. Uh, it, it, it is. A, I'll give you that. It's a batshit crazy video. <clears throat> it's cool. Like, the thing in comparison to November Rain, we talk about it. It's like, okay, November Rain was high budget. It was totally like out of, you know, it was ridiculous, all the complicated plot, all this stuff. And they just, he, it's like, he was like, okay, let's do that and multiply it by 17. Like, it's just like that much more fucking extreme. Like a strange, a strange, the video was twice as expensive. The song is even longer. The song is even longer than November rain. You know, it has a strange is unique for a single. There's no chorus. Like, I, I just think it was such like a, that was like Axl Rose pinnacle artiste. And I do think, you know, they reached an apex of the songwriting. And like I said, Axl Rose considered it, considers it their best song, but that was probably the beginning of the end for the band. Cause the band did not want to be, a band that did songs like Estranged yeah. and made videos like Estranged. Oh, the video. But Axel I mean, absolutely insisted. Axel turns into a dolphin at the end, like literally. <laughs> or like he's like dolphin himself. There's a dolphin wearing a flannel at the end, which is, is worth yeah, it. Yeah, the dolphin's like, I don't know, cool, that was, That's do worth a million dollars. You like that dolphin. Don't you like I the dolphin? I love that dolphin. <laughs> I like that. It, I'm so happy that it exists in pop culture. So I guess mm-hmm. like, I guess because of that dolphin, Estranged is the best video ever. Yeah. Thank you. Someday we got to find that particular dolphin. Somebody out there li- that's listening to this show knows exactly which dolphin that yeah, was. That dolphin's probably in like a like a shitty zoo in Texas. Can you see that? It's like I think it's like a puppet. <laughs> no, that was a real that was a real dolphin. They didn't have a dolphin Whoa. puppet technology like that in 1992. No, not back then. No, that's... that was a real dolphin. Had okay. to be. We'll Don't find out. Definitely, <laughs> probably took it from the San Diego Zoo. Oh, well, there's a well, that's, yeah. There's People. a tape. Yeah, making, there we go. <laughs> uh, the tape making the fucking videos. Yep, I've watched those, but they don't have a. Or they I will have seen a strange one. Hmm. The videos I've only seen behind the scenes of "Don't Cry" and "November Rain." But those I've are... seen them uh, many joints ago. I don't remember anything. They leave a lot to be desired. <laughs> sure. I know that the the behind the scenes of "November Rain." one that we watch is like just a, like it's a, just a little bit longer than the video it's like yeah it's long yeah oh. it really doesn't it doesn't really tell you much um 
that you can't like deduce from watching the video or like reading the wiki. But I guess that's, you know, the point of Wikipedia these days. Oh, we didn't have the Wikipedia back then. Back then, yeah, yeah. right. It, like, it was just like a condensed, like a Cliff's Notes. So what got you guys to looking at this music video and saying this is the music video that we're going to have an entire series built around? Like, what yeah, my, great yes. question. So have, I don't know if you've heard of... Uh, uh, former President Donald Trump. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. Uh, much so to my dismay. He made a statement in, that came out, or like he, it was, it, it was, was in a book. It was written in Sarah Huckabee Sanders' book that Donald Trump believed that November Rain was the greatest music video of all time. And Tara texted me and she's like, What? What? And I said, You know what? Probably it is. I think it might be. So so Trump Trump would sit staffers down and and force them to watch the video and then like and like look at them and like it's the best, right? This is the best music video of all time like a like a weird dog. And it, it, like it was it. such like a significant thing that it made it into her book. Book. I remember. Oh, she made it into Sarah Huckabee Sanders' book that he would do this to staffers. And apparently it's kind of side note, he would also do this with Bloodsport, but it was a edited version that was just the fighting scene <laughs> so so basically it, you know i immediately see this and i'm thinking man i agree with president trump on something finally and this is you know i feel a little embarrassed that i agree with this guy on anything and um because i mean i was a guns and roses fan and um in fact before lockdown the very last karaoke song i ever sang was november rain and yeah. i He's wanted to do it. It was because it's nine minutes long. You know, that's kind of a karaoke faux pas to a nine minute long song. But I was like, yeah. you know what? And it's got a lot okay. of like instrumental parts, too, yeah. which is oh, also yeah. faux pas. Yeah, me, me and the guy I was fucking at the time did it together. And it, you know, lockdown happened. And then like, you know, it was a, it was a dark time. And then November rain kind of like lifted us, lifted us out. Yeah. And we just decided, OK, there's only one way to figure out if it's the greatest music video of all time. And we'll just watch and it to watch over it. Oh, and over it is, again. Oh. And the, our, our first episode that we recorded, we hadn't watched it for 15 years. And now right. I don't like, I'm probably in the fifties. I mean, it's. Yeah. So it's do like you, that. is it part of the ritual of recording the show that you have to watch the music video? It depends on the episode. So if it's a side episode or a planned episode, you know, if like this episode is going to be about uh, estranged, for example, or what's one we did recently, Robin, that wasn't a November Rain video. Uh, we've we've watched some live performances and stuff like that. Yeah, so. live at Saskatoon. So if there's if we kind of have something like else the, to talk about that we can try in, we don't yeah. watch it. We really we really try to watch it um, more often than not. And the last episode we recorded was with a, a special guest, and we watched it. Yeah. Yeah. With nice. Yeah. So you show people the video like how Troll 2 fans show people the movie Troll 2. Actually, that's <laughs> an analogy, yeah. But yeah, it, it is like we haven't done enough guest slots. We need to start doing them more because I think people are getting really sick of me and Robin's like dumb banter. But um, we try to bring in people who are unfamiliar with it. So like bringing in my like rocker friends isn't quite what we're going for. Right. Um I think so we want it all, though. I think, but, but, but I like this last person, that... this last person we brought in, is a black dude from Atlanta, and like you know, so his <laughs> take on November Rain, you know, he loved it. Yeah, but he was coming at it from a really different perspective, like culturally. Yeah, and, and it's cool to see what people like he, notice. I want to say, in, he loved to. it. 
Yeah, he loved the. Um, <laughs> That's gonna be a fun episode. He loved but... Axel's outfits. Yeah, I, I don't want to give anything away, but has anybody uh, has anybody pointed out like this got said to me once by because I'm in a lot of nerd groups, but has anybody said to you guys the theory of the church is a TARDIS? No, that's, no, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and it makes what? sense. Okay. The church is a TARDIS. Bring it on. I don't know I much get, about TARDIS, get, but put, I know I, what you mean because it's a I Doctor Who thing. Is this because yeah, yeah, I know that. Is this because is it, Flash walks out? And when Flash it, walks out of the church, it's clearly a very itty bitty tiny church. But when he walks into it, it's right, huge, huge and massive. Yeah, right. Well, it's a big I, church. I, I feel like in our research, and I think that that would have come up. Robin, well, you've never crossed that? Crossed well, it. we know that they... Okay, well, in November Rain, uh, like history, I guess, lore, whatever. So the inside of the church and the outside when they're... Well, not the outside, but when they're getting... Leaving the wedding, that's at a church that's actually down the street from my Saint house Brendan. here. And we've been he there, there, right? It's just like some big Catholic church. But Axel had a dream of sla- a shot of Slash doing a guitar solo in a cool field, is what right. he said. A very cool field. And you, did, did you say, Robin, is it a, did, did he have an actual dream? Or was it like Martin Luther King, I have a dream? Uh, a vision, I guess. Like in his vision oh, for this boy. video. Okay. And okay. Uh, they couldn't find a cool field. So they went out to, it's in New Mexico. And they had to build that, this mm-hmm. facade here. So it's a, it's yeah. like a total prop facade. I don't think there's anything on the inside except for like. Yeah, I, I don't think that 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 like juxtaposition of little church, but big church is... was intended to be like read into too much. Yeah, I, I, but at least I appreciate this deep theory. But he clearly is like time traveling. I mean, it's all um, a dream. Is that clearly time traveling? <laughs> time traveling. <laughs> it's all a dream, though. At the end of the day, right, right. So it's not supposed to make sense because it is all a dream. Yeah. It's like blurring, go. it's blurring like dream with reality. You're right. Yeah. He has erotic dreams about Slash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, at least we know what we all have in common in this life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we found the thing. I've been having, I quit smoking race. weed. No, this is why. I quit smoking weed. And you have really vivid dreams when you quit smoking weed. And so I'm having nutty dreams every night. And since I don't get laid anymore, they're about sex a lot. I I don't think that that's unusual. (laughs) I never said it was unusual. I said the exact opposite. She really doesn't like to hear about my erotic slash dreams. (laughs) And I'm over here trying to dive into it because this is great radio. Someone did did a comment. I think this is like, uh, I think this is even a quote from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And he said, dreams are like pictures. If I'm not in them or they're not about me, I don't want to know about them. Yeah. (laughs) You're usually there, Robin. Okay. Oh, oh. Not in a sex. Well, I don't know. Okay. I was about to say, this is an interesting turn. This is taken. I mean, that's a true show of best friendship when you're present. Uh, that's, that's a show. Am I in your dream giving you, uh, cheering you on? Yeah. I mean, I would like to think if I was having a sex dream with uh, Slash that Caputo would be there going, go get him, buddy. <laughs> Way to go. Fighting the snakes the off. Room. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll bring it up again, all right? Until the next time. (laughs) Yeah, we'll bring it up. Uh, well, actually, I was trying to get us a little uh, mood setting music for this uh, for this uh, interview, but it's not 
wanting to work. Oh, well. Every week there's a technical difficulty here. (laughs) Yeah, we do our best to pretend we're not having any. And it's just, this show is run to, is held to, oh, Oh. oh, there we go. Oh, there we go. You guys, I have to get up to get a computer charger. I'm so sorry. Oh, well, that's okay. Yeah. No worries, no worries. Well, uh... You can see the full background there. Oh, yeah, let's check out that for a second. Let's turn off that so, music. Did you guys watch the whole thing, though? Yeah, we're, uh, we're in the process of uploading it to a way that we can send it to you guys so that we can all watch it together. So we talked about how Axel looks like um, it's a flattering version, cartoon it's, Axel. It is a flattering version because we've seen him recently. Should we and, you know, it was, it was, his physical appearance was, I will say, startling. Okay, so what we're about to hear, guys, is probably the last known Axel sighting in the wild. Yeah. And over I would, I would a year. I agree with that. I mean, like, even since they, they haven't even had any shows for a while. So I'm really interested here. Did you guys get a picture or anything? No, 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 no. no. <sighs> All so right. What happened? This is what happened. I'm really into a strange to the point where I'm, you know, obsessed with my ex. I'm, I'm texting him quotes from a strange constantly. It's just like a really bad time for me. And he's not responding. I think he eventually like blocked my number. I mean, and... I probably would. I mean, <laughs> I I'm just, just being real. Not like, I'm just being I, a strange real. is not really the thing that you send. It was a people. mistake, okay? I made a lot of everybody mistakes. fucks up sometimes. I mean, Shit happens. So <laughs> in in my like in my like deep obsession with estranged, you know, we we find out that the video is filmed partially at his actual home that he, from what we hear, actually still lives in. Yep. And I have a group of friends back home in Eugene who are huge GNR fans. He's like punk rock dudes. And they came to visit LA shortly before lockdown. And they all went out to, they all went out there. They had, they got the address and went out to like take pictures at his gate. I didn't join oh, them because nice. I was working at the time, but they had the actual, they had the address. So yeah. I, I, so I says, let's go. And we, I've lived in LA now for 10 years and I, I don't go like celebrity hunting or like sightseeing. Oh. So I thought that was like, no, she I'm was not going to go. It. I'm not going to go drive by this person's house, drive yeah, by Axel's creepy. house. Yeah. It's creepy. It's yeah. dumb. Um, I mean, I we, would feel creepy about doing it, but I mean, yeah, but it's I, far away though. There's a gate. Well, I, I was thinking that... he lives in Malibu. It was a nice day. It, you know, like it was, it was, we were nothing to do. So I was just like, let's yeah, go to Malibu to and drive so, up the Canyon and see the house. Like it was, it seemed harmless. Right. We, we compromise mm-hmm. in that I'm, I, he lives by a bike trail. So we, I was like, let's go on a bike ride. We'll be in, we'll, conveniently bike past his house um but we'll also have a great day it was a beautiful day in malibu it's quarantine it's coronavirus like we're just with something to do right and, and, and like, never in never in this conversation never. did we consider or discuss the possibility of meeting him I want to make that really really clear that yep. never was on our radar it was like it let's didn't... go check out the scenery from estranged yep yep okay a landscape and- mm-hmm. And so we biked that way. And uh, Tara was on an e-bike. I was on a regular yeah, bike. I'm not, it's up, it's, it's like, it was two miles up a canyon. And uphill. It, Robin's very physically fit. I'm uh, not. And so she's on a regular bike and I'm on an e-bike. So I'm ahead of her. Yeah. And we're like approaching, approaching the house, getting ready to like, I don't know. You can see the back. Like it's in, you know, it's, you can see that it's there. It's like on the top of this. It's per- 
360 views of Malibu on the top of this Beautiful. hill. It's not it's a gorgeous. Yeah. And so we're going up and Tara somehow like speed. Well, she speeds past me because she's on her e-bike and I'm like churning up and we go past one of the neighbors. So we pass one of the neighbor's house and a neighbor is out and we're biking up the hill. There's other bikers out there too. Yeah. They are like in there. Like, so we didn't, it wasn't like weird that we were doing this. There's people (laughs) up and down the hill. But I think think Tara was like huffing and puffing or whatever. I mean, it was, it was tough at that moment when we're going past his house and the neighbor was like, oh, hey. And she goes, do you know that's Axel Rose's house? Right. She just said that. Yeah, she did. It was weird. Yeah. And we were like, oh, no, I had that's, no idea. I, I think I said, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, and this is stupid. Yeah. Like, they're like, his like, direct neighbor. Yeah, it was like his next neighbor. <laughs> and, and, uh, and, I think, and I just really started to interrupt you. Think about the fact that Axel Rose's next door neighbor is theoretically telling every passerby <laughs> that that's his house. <laughs> okay. I don't anyways. know why she was doing that. That was, yeah, super it was very weird. weird. Yeah. Uh, she must have just known that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We Maybe must have I been giving. Cool? Yeah. We were sweaty and like, uh, our fans put off a vibe, man. That's yeah, what so, we yeah. Uh, <laughs> but then Tara had like she was past me, right? And so I didn't, I couldn't see her. And then I'm turning the corner, and I was like, oh, we were gonna go farther past his house. And I was like, all right, hey, no intention on stopping in front of it. We just were gonna bike past it and keep going. Yeah, and so I was like, oh, turning the corner. I'm like, okay, Tara, let's keep going. And I look and I see Tara, and I'm looking at her. And she's engaged in conversation with Axl Rose. <laughs> so I, I was like, Why is and, it? and Robin, he and, and, and Robin yelled at me, let's keep going. And he responds to her. Yeah. Before oh, Tara could even say anything Before back to me. Before he could even respond. I yep. was like, let's keep going on the bike ride. And he goes, that's a long bike ride uphill or something, something like it's pretty hard yeah. that way. And like, yeah. I like not doing it justice because the first thing I hear when I turn the corner is she could hear him before she saw him. Axel Rose's voice. And the voice is so distinctive. I just like was floored. Oh, like shit. it was just like, and Tara's standing there. So he's in his yard and he was just in his yard. Like, what was he doing, Tara? Like, so when I turned the corner, he was just standing in his yard. And like, I make the joke that he was standing in his front yard, staring at the sun. But like he was literally standing in his front yard staring at the sun by himself. He was like his arms were crossed and he was looking up and he was just standing there. And, it, you know, the thing about this house, it is not palatial. It is it, the, the property itself is large, but the home, it, it wasn't a large front yard. So he, he was standing basically at the sidewalk and behind just a normal, you know, low yeah. fence. Yeah. You know? So so when I when I come when I'm coming by, I, I immediately am like. I mean, it was a lot to process in an instant. Well, oh, yeah. I you know, immediately knew it was him. And um, I stopped because I, I and and he was looked so strange in, in, his, in his behavior and the staring of the sun thing. The first words out of my mouth to him were, are you OK? <laughs> <laughs> and and, and oh, I'll tell God. you, I uh, if if we were able to consider that this was a possibility, obviously you would have gone about it in a whole nother way. But like this came as such a shock, like not only did it happen, but Robin wasn't there with me yet. So I'm alone stumbled (laughs) upon Axl Rose. You know, I'm within, I would say six feet of the guy. I mean, six foot rule coronavirus, but he didn't, he didn't Mm -hmm. shy away from me at all. I, yeah, he stayed and stood and talked to me. Um, he was okay. (laughs) My immediate thought when I, so I see her talking, like I kind of see her there 
And my immediate first thought was like, oh, he's like going to be like, he's get off my property, fellow kids or whatever, like kind of be mad. But then <laughs> we come up and he's like, the first thing he's like, hey, it's a hard bike ride up. We engaged in conversation with him for like two or three minutes until Tara started crying. I had to be like, we have to go. <laughs> okay, so I was talking to him by myself without Robin for about five minutes. And then when Robin approached, there was several more minutes of conversation. So I think that I talked to him for a, a, maybe a little under 10 minutes. The conversation was mundane and it was very surface. I didn't acknowledge for most of the conversation that I knew who he was. So, but as the conversation kept going, I mean, he wasn't cutting us off. No, it he wasn't. felt like he would have stood there and talked to us all afternoon. Yep. It was, it was just everything and every image. We had to shake off ever Axel had. And he, and he, <laughs> of Axel Rose was just like out the window. He was just a normal, nice guy. He treated us with nothing but kindness and interest. He was, he wasn't annoyed by us. And it, I, I did become very overwhelmed at a certain point and, and was losing my composure. And Robin was picking up on that. Wow. So, well, the, okay. So the key moments too, he did this thing where he's, so at first he was like, one one thing is he's just like covered in sunscreen, like out there, just like old man boomer, <laughs> like it is like redhead with sunscreen, which is really cool. His hair is he, bright red. Yeah, and he was wearing a hat, but he did this thing where he was wearing a long sleeve shirt and he rolled up his sleeves, and you could see all of his tattoos that we you all like see, know I so mean, well, I and we were just like. That. That cross it was tattoo. Like, wow. That it was is, pretty stunning. Yeah. Yeah. It was super stunning. And I'm, um, mm-hmm. and then what did you, and then halfway through or towards the end, Tara goes, I have to admit, I, I know who you are. And <laughs> he goes, you're, you're like, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> is that what you said? And when she was like, I, I just can't hold it anymore. I know who you are. And, and I'm a huge fan. He goes, Oh, you're so sweet. That's what he said. <laughs> so, but yeah, like I said, so Robin, Robin could sense that was losing my composure, and so you know we we do want to keep it cool, and it was it was really about to fall apart. So yeah. Uh-uh. Um, yeah. she she's like, well, you know, we got to keep going on our bike ride, and I mean, he was literally like, maybe I'll see you on the way back down. Like the guy, it was like he didn't want us to leave. Yeah, and I, I thought our, maybe see him on the way back down. We thought we would. Uh, I think we took too long. It was about an hour before we came back down because we had to get out of his range of vision and sound to to pull over and basically debrief like on what debrief. The fuck had just happened. But like, <laughs> I, I mean, like the biggest takeaways from it were the guy. The guy was isolated and lonely, and I it was like he hadn't talked to another person in a really long time. He's not known being friendly him. to people. Well, we so know he's I, got whiskey, Dijon, and what's the other cat? Dexter. And Dexter. Yeah, he was up there in his Malibu bluff house with his three cats, Whiskey, Dijon, and Dexter. You know, it's it's six months into the pandemic. Um, I think it was, I think he felt, I think he liked seeing a couple new faces to just chat with. And, and you know, like, I would have, I would have felt the same way. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was cool. Well, probably the fact that you didn't come up screaming and crying and all that other bullshit. Totally. Like... And I never, we never took out our phones oh, to yeah. take pictures. I mean, like, it, it you've was... lived in LA too long to do. We, to... Yeah, we encounter we encounter celebrities constantly, huge ones. I mean, it's it's a very normal part of living, especially in the in the neighborhoods we live in. Um, but I mean, Axl Rose is as yeah, big top. as as big as a celebrity as you can get. It, yeah. Not only to us, not only to us, but I think in general. So. Um, yeah, People it was. Got, so it was incomparable. He's lived in that house for thirty years, twenty five years, years or something. He's lived in the years. same I mean, house. It's twenty twenty one. Estrange was filmed there, so that's twenty nine years minimum. Yeah, that he's lived there, and like, it's 
Uh, he's got to be. We've talked about like there's got to be a Starbucks down the street that he goes to every day. <laughs> yeah. There's got to be like a circle of people that see Axl Rose constantly for thirty yeah. years. Was a small, Malibu is a small town. Now yeah. it's filled with you know A-list celebrities. So it, yeah. the, the Starbucks employees at the Malibu Starbucks, they see Axl Rose. They see you know Brad Pitt. They they see Danzig is out there doxing him every so, day. You know I actually think heck? on the scale of Malibu celebrities, like Axl Rose might be kind of low compared to like some other people that live out there. But um, that actually makes sense because it would explain why he knows and hangs out with Nicolas Cage. Oh, oh, does he? I don't think I knew. I mean, that makes oh, yeah, they're, complete yeah, yeah. sense that they're friends. Like, just like very weird dudes. But um, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I've always I've heard Nick Cage is like broke these days. I don't know if Nick Cage could afford to live in Malibu anymore. Oh yeah, I, didn't I also think of just that. saw I mean, that he got time to a twenty five year old. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Vegas, I forgot about yeah. Vegas wedding. Good for him. Huh. Good for him. Stealing her blood too. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Still in your blood. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot he's a vampire. I forgot about that. Yeah, you know these Hollywood people are like I need the blood of the yoth. <laughs> That's um, I thought that was Hillary Clinton and QAnon. Just all the QAnon. um. Well, see That's when Hillary, it's the, it's different when Hillary does it because it works. <clears throat> oh, <laughs> see, Bill, Bill draws them in with his charm. Oh, and God. then and then <laughs> and then Hillary comes in and eats them. That's the she system. Them. She's trying to beat some. Yes, eat some. Uh, now, see, what happened with Monica Lewinsky was is somebody else came to the door before they could finish. And uh, somebody out there, I need to quit talking. Like, somebody's going to believe that shit eventually. <laughs> and that's, that's just the problem. You can't really, like, make up stuff on the internet anymore because some, like, congresswoman from Georgia will believe it. Oh I'm going to start gosh, doing these in this voice and say, listen here, folks. It's clear as day. <laughs> we see it happening. <laughs> Something about gay frogs. So, so uh, we, I, and I always, and please, I'm going to like, let me say this, Robin. I always, always include this part of the story. When I tell the story on the way back, Robin wanted to stop at this restaurant in Calabasas. And, you know, we're, we're really, she hates to tell it. No, we're reeling from, from meeting Axl Rose and we stop. Robin wants a, a drink and we get like some food. And this guy, comes it's like social distancing outdoor dining and this guy comes in in a wheelchair and he's like severely disabled physically but like mentally 100% there and he needs assistance with everything along the way it, it, from looking at the menu to like getting out his phone but he was a really like gregarious almost obnoxious guy in a wheelchair with like mini mini arms and hands and feet and legs and so the guy orders nachos and i'm like so the waiter like brings this guy nachos and i remember thinking like how does this guy eat nachos because like they're oh, down God. there just, like, oh. he ate them by face he face dove them that's so he kept like diving <laughs> robin this don't happen this is not funny though because <laughs> that's, that's just reality there's funny people it that is funny eat meals it is like funny. that I eat, that's how I eat nachos, but I'm a fat fuck, so that's my excuse. <laughs> this guy was comfortable enough to, he told us we were pretty, and even in the presence of two pretty girls, he still face dove into the nachos. Were his other he, options? At least you know I, I'm sure there are other options, but it was just like, that was coming off of us. We had met Axl Rose like 30 minutes earlier. So it was just like, I was like, this is, I was like, Robin, I'm never fucking coming to Calabasas again. Like, I got to no, get out that, of here. That place is cool. I'm not going to, that's a fun place. What was that place called? 
I'm not going to say because that guy's a regular there and I don't. That guy was. I say so much offensive. Like, it's very if, if, if I was like cancelable, like people cared enough to cancel me, I would have been canceled a very long time ago by oh, the dumb shit okay. I say this podcast. Well, this show would also probably, if we were big enough. Oh, to hell yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad so we're on the same he... level there. Okay, guys, we're going to hit pause on our conversation with Tara and Robin from the Nothing Lasts Forever podcast because it goes on for another hour. And we actually watched the Scooby-Doo episode featuring Axl Rose. And we're going to bring that to you in its entirety next week on Guns and Radio. However, we did go ahead and review Superman by Duff McKagan with the girls joining us there. And we're going to play that portion of the recording right now. Well, you guys want to listen to Superman by Duff McKagan? We'd love to. Uh, Chris, which version are we going to listen to? The Duff McKagan version or the loaded version? You told me at the beginning. I forgot. Um, doesn't matter. I'm just like trying to think here, like, because... Which one well, sucks for, less as far as uh, The huh. Duff McKagan version sucks less, I'd say. Okay, then we're going to go with uh, From Beautiful Disease, track three, right? Yes. All right, let's take a listen. He just bitch slaps you right from the beginning. I, I don't hate that. When did that come out? Uh, Caputo uh, is the stats like guy. Nine, Let mid, me see. Late 90s? Beautiful, well, Beautiful Disease was supposed to come out, yeah, around 99. Yeah. yeah. Sounds kind of like that. Yeah, he doesn't do I've any build-up. Yeah. Tara, what do you... Um, I don't love it. Because Duff to me is like this, is, is the punk rocker of the band. It's like, I want to hear Duff doing like stuff like he did before Guns N' Roses. Well, I think this yeah. is pretty close to it. It's the mm-hmm. 99 version of it. Uh, yeah. Yes. I mean, 99 was a kind of a dark period for music in general. I mean, yeah, a lot of, a lot of new metal and... Uh, we were in a weird boy, conversion. Boy bands, yeah. We were in that mm-hmm. post-grunge era. Yeah, so yeah. considering that it could have sounded way worse during that time. That's for sure. Is that That's true. Like, <laughs> I mean, you can look at it as it's ahead of its time because... It sounds more like, um, what's the band I'm thinking of, Caputo? You always do this. Like, we have that mental thing. What is the um, band? Dave Grohl's band. Um, Foo Fighters? Yeah, there there we go. You forgot who the Foo Fighters were? I forgot the name of them. (laughs) My bad. Yeah, see, I don't love that. I don't like that. It kind of sounds like, what is the band that lives in Eagle Rock, Tara? 21 Pilots? Imagine Dragons. Imagine Dragons. Oh. That's, that's just my problem. Like that. It's on its way towards that. Yeah. But yeah. Somewhere in like, between. Like mainstream alternative rock. Yeah. 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 Okay. For Maybe it, sometimes it takes a curve. So we're only 15 seconds in. So we. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like he's getting ready. That buildup is from Attitude. Like, you know, when yeah. they do the... Similar-ish, yeah. You know, I am pretty critical of rock music. 
So I, I think that that's, yeah, this is not, this is not good music to me, but um, I appreciate what he's doing there. And it is, it's a product of its time. So I can't, can't hate it too much. Uh, I have, I'm going to save my opinion for, for the final thoughts portion. Okay. I try to, but you can usually tell when, if I, if I, if I like it. Or so is like he it. playing bass on this and singing? No. I think he's playing lead. Yeah. Um, let me double check. Yeah, this is Duff. This is Duff front and center. Yeah, he's definitely singing. Yeah. But he's he he's got I a think big he plays voice. Lead and, he's uh, doing everything here. No, so. Duff Duff did all the oh, backing vocals on stage. Oh, I and, forgot. And... Yeah, he did everything. He just recorded all of it. He's like a one man band. I don't. I didn't know that. So he for really? this. He was. You know, they were all trying to figure out what the fuck to do, and he would. Do, they yeah. would just like rent. Right. Studio Post time and work, make yeah. music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, my hip play. Now, before we get into the more instrumental sections here, Caputo, we like to Caputo and I like to dissect some lyrics. Okay. Here. Well, I was so, just thinking about that too. The, so the let's dissect. Are, some I want to be your Superman. And see if we yeah. can somehow tie it into the November Rain music okay, video. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I also pulled up other songs that came out in '99 that I want to rock songs. I love this concept that you guys have come up with, by the way, <laughs> of making everything canon into that. In the NRU, yeah. Uh, the NRU, yeah, NRU. NRU over MCU. <laughs> yeah. Wow, ninety nine was a cool year. Yeah, right, that Chris. was. I was. I lost my virginity that year. Oh God. Hey. It's cool. Was this playing in the background? God, no. <laughs> and you know what? Really quick, it was on Halloween, and so I grew up in Eugene, Oregon, which had you know you go right outside of town. It's very rural, and it was Halloween. I was dressed like a Beastie Boy, and ah. he was a cowboy. I thought it was a Halloween costume. He was just actually an actual cowboy. Oh, well, I so, thought you was going to tell. That us... wasn't that wasn't kind of my plan. <laughs> I but... thought you were going to tell us that he was dressed like Slash, and then I was thinking we were going to. Like this therapy session we've been having, right? Right. The no, but I was, yeah, tie. but I was slash for Halloween this past Halloween, and Robin was Axel Rose, and so was mm-hmm. my sister. So you had two axles and a slash. Yeah, yeah. Like, she copied my costume. It was very oh, annoying. Oh, it was cute. Come on. <laughs> it's like when three girls are trying to be the Sanderson sisters, and then they get mixed up, and you end up with two of the same one. The who? What? I don't know. What the Hocus Sanderson. Pocus. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Deep cut. I, hope it's I did not know that. I did not know there was their name. Yeah. Yeah, oh, Sanderson's. Uh, Caputo, give us some lyrics, brother. All right. Yeah, we'll start from the top on this one. So it goes Fate finds a way of picking you up when you're down. I remember okay. everything, and I know for sure. Ain't like it was before. I know I can shut that door. I want to be your Superman. Won't you give me your hand so I can show you? Okay. Okay. So I mean, Axel is finds a way of finding... writing lyrics. 
I, yeah. no, I mean, I wouldn't say are, arguably. I think I think Axel is a phenomenal uh, songwriter. So. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So fate finds a way when you're down to yeah. finding you when you're down. Okay. Yeah. Like when sure. you're everyone's you know, written that straight into a cake at somebody's wedding. Like we've all done at some point. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what I else mean, is. I've discussed the, the the foolery that I've made of myself at various weddings and why I have I don't get invited to them anymore. <laughs> You're not missing nothing. Why do you want to go see somebody? Oh, I hate I hate a wedding. Life? Hate a wedding. Yeah, I know. Would you guys? That's a question. Would you guys want to go to the November the wedding that happens? It looks boring. No, it's very basic. Yeah. Besides the not... fact that that rock stars are there, it looks pretty snooze. There's a guy yep. on an accordion. Like that's pretty. Yeah, lame. there's a saxophone. Yeah, no way. One thing I've learned from hanging out with the people that and there's I no have... cake because it gets destroyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the worst fucking part. And I'm the <laughs> bad guy here. <laughs> um, the 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 thing I've learned about the the people that I've hung out with is they might have interesting careers that doesn't always necessarily make them interesting people in yeah. real life. Sometimes they could be just like, you know, your best friend that you've known forever and want to talk to you and stuff like Bumblefoot, for example. You'd think the way he sat down and talked with us, you'd think we knew him and then followed us around for the rest of the night. You'd think we fucking knew him and we were best friends. Uh, just met the guy. Nice. <laughs> and then other times, you know, you, you get to talking with him and you're like, okay, buddy, what have I gotten myself into? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then you're looking for your first, uh, you know, when you're having that conversation, you don't want to be having with somebody. So you're looking to politely get away from it. <laughs> so you could go back to the bar with your real friends. Oh yeah. Uh, the, the, I've been in both sides of that. Uh, Chris, have you got some more you want to add? Um, yeah, I can do another verse here. Um, there there's like a verse and a chorus. Yeah. I'll do another verse here. Uh, let down your hair and move on over next to me. I want to see your skin, beautiful white, soft in the light. We'll just forget the past we can have tonight at last. <laughs> that's some heavier remembering <laughs> reference you can make there. Some, yeah, I, I see a yeah, lot of I, I, mean, I would say that's a direct pull, yeah. I, say, <laughs> I mean, it's, I'm cringing. I'm cringing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. pretty bad. The last couple of <laughs> Dove songs, yeah, the last couple of Dove songs we did are very much just like him see? whining about women. This tracks have... with him just like becoming just basic. Because he been happily married for thirty. Yeah, years? Yeah, he was like happily married at this time. No, I think he, got, he was married. I think in early nineties, and he got divorced, and then he finally married Susan Holmes, whatever. Oh I yeah, he yeah. was yeah. married to someone else. I forgot. Um, yeah. When did he meet Susan Holmes? Yeah, but he was pretty basic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Duff is a basic bro, or like he yeah. turned into a basic bro. Yeah, and he, the he would Northwest be do that to you if he was. Yeah, if he was born probably in like San Diego instead of Seattle, he would be a surfer. <laughs> bro. Yeah. yeah, right. Get but now he's mountain bikes and like, yeah, yeah. buys stocks. Yeah, yeah, totally. He's <laughs> he's like a tech. He, bro. Prob he probably yeah. bought like GameStop. He was probably like he's probably on Wall Street bets. <laughs> <laughs> Way more basic than that. Ugh, God. Ugh. Speaking of cringe, isn't that why isn't that over yet? How is GameStop still happening? I don't get it. Because all of us poor ass people are finally figuring out how to make some goddamn money off of these. <laughs> okay, rich so did you both do GameStop system. then? 
No, I didn't do it. I wish I would have known about it in time. I found out about I it than anybody else. Did. I mean, I'm talking shit about myself. I did. But I'm, I'm, <laughs> over, I'm over here cheering these people on and like, stick it to them, man. Fuck those people. Fuck the man. Yeah. Uh. yeah. All right. I'm going to go back in the song. Chris, can we go back in? Yeah, let's get back into it. We're going to get way, we're halfway through the shit show. So. <laughs> This is him playing every instrument. That's crazy. Yeah. Sounds like it. I've I've heard him do better guitar solos. Chris, when was the last time we liked a Duff song that was on this show? Do you know when the last time we liked a Duff song was? Uh, I think it was like one of the first ones we did. There was one. It was a good one off his first solo album. I can't remember. Oh yeah, it was called "I Love You." That was a pretty good song. Okay. Oh, yeah. God, he's so oy, oy, oy. so pathetic. But yeah, I um, love you by Duff. I mean, okay. I I didn't really listen to Guns N' Roses until like recently. Yeah. So, but I'm starting she to like. Still, it. sometimes says appetite for destruction. Or appetite of what do you say? Yeah, appetite I was like, that's just, it. She says appetite. She gets it wrong like over and over and over again. Well, I've now I'm now convinced it's an incredible album. I yeah. love it. Yeah, she just discovered Appetite for Destruction like two weeks ago. Oh yeah, not a bad song on that record. Yeah, no, it's, oh. no skips. I can't nope. say the same no for skip. illusion, but no. I I think User Illusion Two holds it together pretty well. The first one, not as much. Well, there's a theory of, or my theory is that between User Illusion One and Two is that there are like a lot of songs that they wrote, recorded, or kind of like existed in the Appetite era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those, and are, those are the songs. best songs on User Illusion. Yeah, yeah. The, but I mean, the some of the songs one. on so User Illusion, I, right off the song My World. I mean, it's it's maybe the worst. Guns N' Roses song. Uh, I was gonna... about, no, the world, worst one is the Sympathy for the Devil cover. Actually, oh, yeah. God, that is god awful. It's yeah. awful. And in Slash's book, he also says he hates it and can't listen to it. I don't know. Have you, have you heard Paul Corn Tobias Shucker? ruined that. <laughs> Which one? Did... Have you heard Corn Shucker yet? No. No. Oh. What is that? <laughs> oh, not in front of the ladies. Okay. It's... I'm gonna be in it's very NSFW right. that song. Where what album Corn is it? Chucker? Or is it from? I mean, is that is that a, like is it like a is it like a penis analogy? It's um. It's do a a What's Some a corn shucker? Just tell us what a corn shucker is. She's a real. She, uh, she's a corn shucker. I guess she's a real. Well, I think fun I get it. I think lady. I get it. Do not continue. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, that's <laughs> one for you guys to look up you on get your it? own. You get what corn shucker means. I'm, I'm, I think it means I'm tight blacked vagina. out a while ago. Is that what it means, guys? <laughs> Very close. What's, Very what do you mean? What else? What, what, what's? Uh, all right. Uh, no, I don't want to tell you. I want vaginas you, on here. I want you to look it up yourself because it's yeah, so we'll much look it funnier up to me when you guys later go. What was that corn song by Guns N' Roses that that weird fat guy on the internet was talking about? <laughs> and then. <laughs> And then you're gonna look it up, and then it's gonna slap you in the face, and then I'm gonna oh, literally. Oh great! So <laughs> here are some other alternative rock songs that came out in '99, just to like put that song, right? Okay, Nookie. 
Yeah, was there's in a ninety-nine. Tree of Rock. Terrible. What's my age again? Was happening. Okay. Yikes. I like that Scar tissue. Oh. Uh, All Star. Yeah, these are bad. Bad, 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 bad. Oh So compared to the, the Smooth the by Santana, that was, this ninety-nine is a huge fucking year. Steal my sunshine. Oh. I'm looking at. Yeah, so we had some Red Hot Chili Peppers, Blink One Eighty Two. We're kind of in their Smash pop mouth. thing, and the big Limp Biscuit, Smash Mouth. Yeah, so it was like really like pop rock alternative. What yeah. do you guys think about Limp Biscuit? Um, aside from the fact oh, that our friend tried we, to set me up with DJ Lethal, but he rejected me. Oh. Don't like him. <laughs> in '99, I was like probably into it, but I was a child. Yeah. Oh, we did so. Tara can't. She says that Buckethead and Monkey. She can't. Figure I out theorize the that Buckethead, Monkey, and Wes Borland were all the same guy, and it, <laughs> it, it has not. It has not been disproven. Disproven. But we just recently be. discovered that Wes Borland still remains very hot. Yeah. yeah. And oh, Black Crows are on the charts too, even in '99. Wow. What were the Black Crows doing in '99? Uh, I don't know. An album. What, what album was that off? Oh. Yeah, I don't know that album. Should I buy the Black Crows Shake Your Money Maker box set that they're releasing? No, you have they're a, really you trying have to get some money. Box set. How it's many a vinyl. Box sets it's vinyl. Do you need? It's ah, Shake Your Money Maker vinyl. It's pretty okay. cool. Maybe I should. Oh, Gorilla Radio too. We had some Rage Against the Machine. Okay. Yep. Okay. Late. Late Rage. Okay. Yeah, and then Duff. And his... then this. Yeah. So keep all <laughs> that in mind right now as we dive back into the last sixty oh, seconds. Back. Of the song. Oh, okay. I would say it's better than Limp Biscuit. I would say it's yeah, better than know. any of the songs she listed. Yes. Yeah. But that isn't saying a lot. Do you think it's better than Smash Mouth All, All- Star? Yeah. I hate that song. Yes. Yeah, it's a terrible song. Better than those White Wonder assholes. Yeah. Remember I do when like they smooth had like a Santana. super spreader event? They like yeah, yeah, the people got COVID at their Yeah. Damn. Oh, Sturgis. Oh, Chris Jericho was there. <laughs> ah, talk is Jericho. We Ozzy listened to the was... Chris Jericho um, Talk is Jericho episode with Duff. With Duff, yeah. Uh, he's on a lot of them. He's Every Friday's Joke of the Week with Duff McKagan. Yeah. Uh, what? What? Interesting. So yeah. Duff and Jericho are homies then. Yeah, yeah, every Friday yeah. on the Chris Jericho show, he comes on and tells a dad joke, and that's his whole gimmick. He tells a corny. Well, that is so in, fucking he calls cool. In from his Mercer Island mansion or wherever Duff lives. Yeah, I yeah. love that. God, Duff is just yeah. yeah again innocent, basic dad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. All right, final thoughts. You want to go around the board, you guys? And what we do is we we give we 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 say a final piece about our take on the song, and we give it a rating between uh, usually up to five stars maximum. Oh, okay. And this and you're going through all the GNR. Every okay. song by Guns N' Roses, Velvet Revolver, or a solo album by one of the original five. Okay. 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 So nothing that for- like Sorum did. So no like cult stuff counts. No. no. Okay. We would never be able to end this podcast, and we want to. I, move you're on. right. Yeah. You're already pulling <laughs> yeah. a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Okay. So, who wants to go first? I'll start because I'm I'm an idiot, and I don't know as, as much <laughs> of the GNR catalog as the rest of you. So, 
You know, I didn't think it was awful. I've heard worse. I it's not skip like we were able to make it through the whole thing. Yeah. And I did hate the middle part where all the instruments were going off at the same time. It sounded like fucking <laughs> Yeah, like a like, like pots and yeah. pans falling into earthquake. Yeah, it was pretty <laughs> insane in that part. Yeah. But I think I heard like an accordion. Yeah. There was, was like just, some kind of yeah. You can imagine you know, he was just having fun. So I think I also just appreciate the innocence of Duff and how he's doing this just out of the pure he needed to get the music out and yeah. those stupid lyrics and he wants to be your Superman. That's cool. The Superman lyric reminds me of Eminem, who I like. <laughs> and... I was just queuing that up for the yeah. and then... So I'm gonna give what it does that have to do with Eminem. Eminem had a fa- had a famous love song called Superman. Superman. Never heard yeah. of it. Yeah, it's good. good. It's a great, great Eminem song. And so it reminded me of that. And um, you know, I'll give it a two point five, maybe two point seven five stars. Here you go. I'm gonna play you a sample because surely you've heard this. I, I think Tara missed a lot of Eminem. I've never heard this in my life. Wow. Well, I'll tell you this, Tara. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna piss off Robin a little bit when I say yeah. this, but uh, uh, I wish I would have missed more Eminem in my life. <laughs> hey, you know, <laughs> I haven't listened to Eminem in like a decade but and you a do half, talk about maybe. A lot. But early Eminem is was pretty important part of my life. But then yeah, after anything Eminem that he did was a formative after, thing for Robin. Like 2006, I probably missed. I well, I probably that. grew up around that time, too. And that's yeah. why I know about it and everything. Uh, he sold a lot of C's. So you give it a 2.75. So Tara, what do you give it? I gave it, a, I gave it two stars. And that's only because of the context that Robin brought up, which was comparing it to other songs of 1999. Good you know, call, other hit, by hit the songs. way. So, um, I, mean, I, I thought it was awful. I, I, I totally agree, though, what Robin said is like Guns N' Roses has been over in 1999 for about five years. And he, he of course, he's a musician. He's a professional musician. He's going to want to make music. Um, it probably would have been more interesting if he made that with other musicians that had other input. Um, yeah. But, you know, so two stars. One, well, one compared to Nookie. When not compared to Nookie, <laughs> one star. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Caputo, do you wanna you wanna go for it again this week, like we always do? Uh, I'll just go right now. I'll give oh, okay. Review. Um, you guys normally argue about like, who does this? Uh, who goes first? We rock paper scissors for oh, it. Okay. Yeah, my video is being a bit iffy right now, so I can't really do that. Um, oh, okay. But it's yeah, it's it's a mediocre song. I feel like the last couple Duff songs we've been doing, like here on the main show and on like Shawcast Saturday, have just been like. Him like whining about women, and it's like it's getting fucking old already. <laughs> by like, the second song, I'm like, bro, you've been like divorced twice by this point. No wonder. He's and, and it's like not like women. Duff has any problems getting women at, at any point in his life I was ever. Gonna say, you're yeah. tall yeah. and you have abs, you can easily get laid. Yeah, yeah, and have beautiful blonde hair. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. but it, instrumentally, it was okay. It wasn't terrible. It was just okay. And like I think we've covered a couple other songs from this unreleased album too. And they honestly weren't that great. So I've I think thankfully it's Wait, a good thing. This, this album was unreleased? Released. Yeah, it never got released because of yeah. um, oh, okay. record labels were merging and it just got shelved. So okay. I think it, it ended up leaking. Someone got like a press 
like from a copy mm -hmm. of it and end up leaking somewhere. So that's why we're getting all these here now. But um, yeah, I'm probably gonna go along the lines of a two and a half. It's okay at times, but it's also unbearable at times. But it's it's there. It's not like you want to like rip your ears out. And be like oh, it's terrible. You know, it's yeah. You're right. Something you could put on the background and be like, oh, whatever. This is something. You know. Yeah. Not like my world. Oh God, that's not some negative. My world, I admit, it's tough for me to get through my world. If I uh, just put, if I put the record on, because I have that record on vinyl, I I put it on. You know, I'm not gonna. You don't get up and skip song when listening to a record. So yeah. I was like, okay, I'm like, I'm stuck with my world. But yeah, <laughs> if it comes on in my like rotation on Apple Music, I think it happened today actually. I like to show people my world and then talk about it like it's the greatest song of all time. <laughs> And that this is me introducing you to my band. Like Guns N' Roses is my favorite band of all time. You're, you know, like they, they've got songs like, yeah, you know, Paradise City, you know, Sweet Child of Mine. But have you heard my world? <laughs> you, know, you gotta hear this. So. I haven't heard it. So we're yeah. here. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So what you do is, is you come up with a bullshit like story that sounds plausible, but is like extremely interesting. Kind of like how Chinese democracy has a story behind that record. You come up with some kind of bullshit story that's extremely interesting about why this song was created and all this other shit and how great it is and all of its glory and all that good shit. And then you show them the song after you've hooked them. And, then... and people just look at you like, yeah, it's great, guys. Cool <laughs> <That's>... song. <laughs> oh, that's the point. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything else to add that you guys haven't already said. Um, my rating is probably a two. I like the instrumentals, but nothing else. Yeah. So, so I gave it the highest. Did I? Yeah, yeah you did. Yeah. I was being, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't the worst. Hey, you don't have to apologize for your opinion on here. We do not have to agree. Yeah. yeah. We're duffels. Rob, we Robin, duffels. Yeah, Robin, Robin is just hard-pressed to say a bad thing about duff. Well, I mean, considering a three is like smack dab in the middle, that's two is a really nice rating. Yeah, well, 2.5 is in the middle. Yeah, 2.75. That's above average. Yeah. Yeah. Just There you go. I wasn't mm. going into fractions, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> and like we do yeah. sometimes. Yeah. yeah, it's a big. There's a lot of songs to cover. They can't all fit on this big spectrum. Yeah, you know, you gotta figure it out. Well, uh, speaking of which, are you guys ready to spin the wheel and see what we're gonna be listening to next week? Hell yeah! Are you guys Is that gonna how be you able? Decide? To... Yeah. Are you guys going to be able to stick around for GN Extra? Maybe. How long is that? Uh, <laughs> Not yeah. long. We'll make it quick. Probably got a heart out at three six forty five on my end. But... The pie makers. Oh, mud pies. Cool. We can hang out for another ten. God damn it! We got another Duff song, but oh shit, really? Yeah, we got another Duff song coming up next week on the podcast. We're going to be reviewing Easier Lying. By Duff Solo Band Loaded. These guys have a great podcast. Uh, whether or not you're a GNR fan, I think you would like to hear the show that they do. And there's going to be links in the description so that you can find it really easy. And um, is there anything else you guys want to say before we head out? No, we really enjoyed being on. This was fun to yeah. talk with some gunners. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah.
And the conversation is going to continue over in GN Extra. So be sure to go head over there and download that episode. We're going to be hanging out with Tara and Raba just a little while longer. Not much longer, but just a little while longer. But all right. Until next time, I'm Dustin Bones. And I'm Chris Caputo. We will see you here next Monday for another edition of Guns and Radio. Peace.